bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Sketches and chat, puppies, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Welcome to bangers and mash. The chat is a mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are the coast and the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants and the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to bangers and mash. <laughs> Greetings, dear listener. We are back. And this time we are decimal. It is P Bam Ten, everyone. Yes, I really did. Twenty twelve. I didn't know what what the word was going to be there. Well, I think we're decimal. I don't, I don't think Tom knew what the word was going to be there. That's great, though. It's exciting. It's, it's really exciting. Double figures. Double, Double figures. the joy. Double the joy of listening to us. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew. Together we're Pappies and welcome to Pappies Bangers and Mash, episode 10. Episode 10! Episode 10! <laughs> We've reached Roman numerals. Roman numerals rules cover all the numbers. Well, we've written the best. We've, we've, we've reached the best Roman numerals. Is numeral. this P-Bam X? Is that what you're P-Bam saying? P-Bam X rated. We're all uh, naked, listener. Picture it if you will. Well, I'm doing it like uh, American History X. I've just got, like, uh, swastika tattooed all over my body. That's what I've done. And Ben's doing it as Malcolm X, so he's finding that very offensive. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, hello, everybody. The format is, as always, we have a chat at the start of the day. We go away, we write some sketches and edit those back into the chat. It's it's your standard format. Well, it's our standard (laughs) format. Don't steal our format. Um, (laughs) And this begins by Tom asking the age-old question about bathing. Ooh, I did. Have you ever sat in a bath? I have, yeah. 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 <laughs> Did it this morning, what, in fact. What, what's it like? <laughs> no, you well, you know that sort of grey film that's all over your skin? It just comes off. Oh, my God. Yeah, so watch out. Your superpowers will disappear. No, I, have you ever... Oh. <laughs> what have you done? I don't know. Just laughed it. Oh. You're right. No. Uh, have you ever done the? Have you ever sat in a bath with a pair of new jeans? Is what I meant. No. Oh, I put your jeans on and sat sit in, in the, the bath, bath like you're supposed to. With you? stones in your pockets to get your jeans. Really? Is that not? Oh no, you put stones. Yeah, you tie yourself to a concrete block. I know a little fellow in the river. I wouldn't drown in a bathtub. Can do if you fall asleep. Yeah, face down. You can fall asleep. <laughs> no. I've fallen asleep in the bath before. You know, light some candles, make it romantic for myself, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, nodded off. Nodded off. But people have died. People have died, but I'm here, I'm living proof <laughs> that you can sleep in a bathtub. In fact, I think this at is... university, yeah. I used to sleep in uh, my mate Paul's bathtub when I would get too drunk to walk home. Yeah, it wouldn't be full of water. It would. Well, there was a bit of a dripping tap, and sometimes <laughs> I'd wake up and I would have floated out the corridor. Um, was that preferable to just sleeping on the floor? I was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remember, but no. I was th- the thing I was thinking of with the stones was that you stonewash your jeans, don't you? They put the so stones. So you could do two birds with one stone there. Oh, two birds with one stone wash. So you get in the bath with jeans and then you pour gravel in. No, no, no. That's... <laughs> Isn't that a stone? You don't wash? go. You don't sort of put your jeans on and throw yourself into a quarry. <laughs> that's a different thing. Uh, but the answer to all of these questions is no. <laughs> not, done any, not done any of these things. Hmm. Have you? No, I've never shrunk to fit. Is that the way to say it? No, what you do is you put the jeans on, then keep eating until you <laughs> so, yeah. increase expand your, to fit, expand yourself yeah. to fit the jeans. Yeah, it's a good tactic. Uh, but you don't tend to wear you don't tend to wear like a, a tight fitting jean, do you? You wear a, a loose. I wanted to. I wanted to buy some slimmer jeans. Like what is it? Slim cut. Yeah. <laughs> Boot, there's the, like, slim, I think, slim I think, fit. Yeah, there's slim fit, there's easy. 
Yeah. Easy's the one where it's baggy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Easy. Easy. Like, 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 yeah. Easy now. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. Yeah. Easy. You're not going to fit into those. <laughs> Have these instead. Yeah. Um, boot cut. Uh, well, boot boot Just cut listed. is uh, that's where I, it doesn't. This isn't. No. This isn't what we normally talk about. I mean, <laughs> cuts of jeans. Basically, I bought some new jeans. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. And both went in the crotch exactly the same time. My old jeans. I went in the crotch. What, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, like, well, I was like, asking you the same question. <laughs> you know, like, um, oh, they frayed. They frayed. Yeah. gets it as well. Oh, they they frayed around the crotch. Well, just, it's just like a big hole right there in the old cobblers, and it's like, how, how deep is this hole going through? Actually, into your <laughs> how deep like, is this hole? Without fail, <laughs> after no, let's just let, let, let Ben have a little moment to cringe about singing. How deep is this hole? <laughs> I love, I love the fact that when you you always do this, like almost every podcast, you see a thing and then just an immediate look of regret comes over your face. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, remember that, meet, remember that meeting we were in. Oh, we can talk about that in a second. But this, this first uh. over Christmas, over Christmas, th- this was a terrible, regrettable song I sang. Um, my uh, my parents brought out the Christmas cake. Yeah, and uh, I said, oh. I've been looking forward to this. And my mum said, yeah, you've been waiting all year for this cake, haven't you? Because you always only get it at Christmas. Yeah. And I sang, I've been waiting for a cake like you <coughs> to come into my mouth. <laughs> yeah, complete, a complete mistake. I didn't think it through. That's the thing with singing That's something. That's the thing with singing really. a little song. I thought it would be a... F- <laughs> to come into my mouth. <laughs> And, and no one basically I had the cake to myself after that. <laughs> Nobody wanted cake. That worked out well then. Um, we were in a meeting, weren't we, at the BBC. It was like our most high-profile meeting to try and discuss us being on television. <laughs> and uh, the guy who was like the producer sat down and said, so what are your ideas? And we mentioned. Well, I think uh, I think he. It was when we were Pappy's Fun Club, and he said, "Oh, it's like a gang. It's like you know, uh, it's it, you know, you feel like you're really involved." And then one of us said, "Yeah, it's like Cheers, where everyone knows your name." And then Ben sang the whole of the Cheers <laughs> song. And I don't think we were at the stage where we could. Like, we didn't know what was going on, and like the the, the producers didn't stop him. <laughs> and then, and then we sort of today. we sort of sat there. The worst thing was you started with making your way in your world. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't go straight to the chorus. You went you started with the verse. It was incredible. It was all well Needless to say, we're... we're not on the television. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say the BBC have not been calling. Miranda was just outside the door. She came in next meeting, didn't sing a single song. Off she goes. Off she goes. Um, <laughs> that was so funny when you just sang it. <laughs> just going nowhere. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, in answer to your question, it's because when you walk along, that's the bit that's rubbing, you know, the crotch is the bit that's rubbing against oh, itself, it? and that's why it frays there it first. I might touch it too much. That's true, actually. It could be with you. But the thing is, once you get a little, a little hole in your crotch, you're always, you're always poking at it and sort of worrying it open. Oh, this... No. What's that? <laughs> I am... Um, speaking about songs that you sing, I, I asked a question at New Year's Eve, which didn't get answered. Which well, was... you spent New Year's Eve on your own, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Me, myself and I... Um, why? Whose idea was it to sing "Old Lang Syne"? Because it's a song that no one knows the words. It to, was. To. It was Old Lang Syne himself. Old Lang had something in his eye, right? And it made him go old. 
Well, he was already old. So, what? Lang? <laughs> Lang. Old Lang time. Right, the fact you're shutting your eye when saying the word iron. Can you hear that blink? <laughs> Can you hear that blink? <laughs> it's, my new, it's my new audio game show. <laughs> Basically, it's half an hour of silence. And at some point, I will blink. There will be one blink it's, in the... In listeners that. call in and say whether they could hear or not. If, if you say the time of the blink... Wait, how do you know you're listening to it and not just you haven't got your radio turned on? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Well, it'll let's play. be an introduction let's play, start. let's play it. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hang on. Okay, we, we, let's play. Go on, okay, yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tom's Half an Hour Blink. No, 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 no. That's you a different blink podcast. For half an hour. <laughs> That's one where I blink for half an hour, like uh, like Henry Kelly in uh, Going for Gold. He always had an he always had an obscenely long blink. If you don't remember it, Google Going for Gold, and he would blink for most like half a sentence. Like he spent honestly. Watch Henry Kelly. Watch what he's He used to get very into like, his sentences. Uh, yeah, I swear to God, forty percent of his time on Earth is spent with his eyes closed because he has such a long blink. Hello, Wait, 40, 40% of his time on Earth? <laughs> what about the time he's sleeping? He slept, he's sleeping oh with his God. eyes open. <laughs> Presumably only... like 70% of his time on Earth, or 75%. Maybe, yeah. Well, anyway, all I'm saying is he's got a long blink. That's, okay. that's Tom's half-hour blink's a different thing. <laughs> OK. This is... Can you hear... What was it? Hear the blink it was? <laughs> hear the can blink. you hear that blink? Yeah, so here we go. It's going to start now. It's going to last for about 10 seconds, and in that period, I'm going to blink... Really close to the microphone. Okay. Okay. Right, Tom. Oh, can I no, just stop for a second? Yeah. You know this isn't going to be any good, isn't it? <laughs> no, isn't it? Just want to, just want to, just before we go into it. Like, obviously, you know, I'm your biggest supporter, but you know this is going to, yeah, putting your eye up against the microphone. <laughs> like a butterfly butterfly kiss. A butterfly kiss, like when you fl- yeah. flutter eyelids together. There's uh, loads. Of, that seems to be in like most films. It's like, give me a butterfly kiss. What? Inglorious Bastards, you remember that scene? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like. Give me a butterfly kiss. kiss. Oh no, it's Jaws. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things you see in films where it's like. What films are you watching? When I grow up and I get tired of. What crap old films are you watching? No, hang on, hang on. What film is it? A Daughter and a Son. Oh, hang on a second. Are you thinking of the butterfly you effect? No. Because that's not what that film's about. Oh, The Bell of the Butterfly Jar when he does everything. No, 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 not that, not that. Um. You, so what you're doing now is you're saying it happens in most films, and now you're scaling it down to it happens in a film. Maybe. It happens in a film, and it's between, <laughs> it's between a dad and a daughter as well. It's like Bruce Willis and his kid or someone going oh, like, yeah. look after you, daddy, butterfly kiss. <laughs> look after <laughs> you, daddy. Is and his, is and his, the thing is, is his child he remedial? was dead from the start. <laughs> is, it, is that the sixth sense? It's butterfly. the kind of thing where you you watch it and you think, when I grow up and get a girlfriend, we'll do kooky things like have butterfly kisses. Oh, hold on, well, it's his daughter. <laughs> yeah, it's, his, it's Bruce Willis. You're watching Bruce okay, Willis. Sorry, when I grow when up I grow and have a daughter. And date Bruce Willis. Oh, we'll do kooky things. Like, no, no, not the daughter thing. But it's like the butterfly kisses is one of the kooky things you can have in your arsenal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How are you doing these butterfly kisses? <laughs> That's why your crotch has no, worn no, away, no. mate. Don't, don't turn it into that. Oh, no, you know, like. That's what I was saying to you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> easy, easy oh. fit, easy fit. Uh, don't turn it into hang that. On. This has gone from a very good audio game show into something very crude. Sorry, sorry, Thomas. Right. <laughs> now, look, all I'm saying is you stockpile, don't you, kooky ideas so that when you get into a good relationship, you can, like, have. 
things. Oh, okay. So yeah. what, what, okay, what, what kooky things? What kooky things have you stockpiled? And how is what your you relationship with Zoe Deschanel going, by the way? Well, that's you... it. No, but it'll be like, you know, uh, okay, for example, um, the animal biscuits playing on your belly in Armageddon. You think like, what? Do you do just watch Bruce Willis films? <laughs> <laughs> you know, sellotaping a gun to your back and, and walking on broken glass. <laughs> no, I'm machine hard. gun. Um, no, but like... Beating a man to death in a boxing match. <laughs> And then escaping with your pot-bellied wife. I've got one of my little surprises booked for us tonight, honey. Oh, not another one. Please tell me we're just going for dinner or something. It's better than that. We're going dancing. Oh, that sounds like it could be fun. It will be. Right, you need these watermelons. What? Why? Well, you'll arrive carrying these and you'll see me do some dancing with a girl. No. Wait, it gets better. Because then I'll teach you to dance on a log and then in the end I'll say nobody puts you in a corner, lift you over my head. Romantic or what? Look, I don't think this is working out. What do you mean? I'm like the most romantic boyfriend ever. What about that time we went to all those weddings? Going to four weddings in one weekend isn't romantic. It's exhausting. Especially when neither of us knew the people getting married. And topping off with a funeral is not my idea of romance. How about when I was a moody teenage vampire? I put in those teeth and chased you around the house. Then you asked me to choose between you and the next-door neighbour's dog. That was just weird. You chose me, though. This is real life, not a movie. Real life is not like the movies. I wish I'd never met you, Harry. Sally, come back! This is, this, in fact, this is one for dear listeners. You can have this if you want, because I invented this. <laughs> I once was seeing a girl, and rather than buying Wait. a bunch of flowers... Have oh, we, dear. This is good! This is good. This, right. uh, I was in the house. It, it was, it, and again, like, you don't have to touch me. I'm still... Uh, sorry. I'm, still, I'm not going to walk excited. out the room when a story... Well, I might do, actually, <laughs> when you start a story. So my housemate had already bought his girlfriend some flowers. So I woke up and thought, I can't just buy flowers, mm-hmm. but I'd like to get her something. You can, so... I went round to Sainsbury's and bought a bag of kebab skewers, wooden kebab skewers, mm-hmm. and about eight different bags of flour. I thought you were going to say meat. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, I bought brown flour, uh, self-raising, um, corn flour, all, all different kinds of flour. Right, yeah. Then I Sounds emptied, like about four other flours as well. <laughs> after that. Yeah. Uh, granary flour. Yeah. All the flours, white flour, plain flour. I emptied all the flour into a carrier bag, kept the bags puffed up into the shape of the bag, got kebab skewers into the bags of flour so that they looked like stems, right. and arranged the bags of flour into a bunch of flowers, wrapped it up in newspaper and went home and presented her with a bunch of flowers. Wrapped in newspaper? F-L-O-U-R-S. Now that's kooky. That is Isn't kooky. It? That is How kooky. How long after that, that did the relationship uh, end? Petered out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. What? And also, we had a food fight with all the leftover flour and lost our deposit. <laughs> it was a very costly experience. But all I'm saying lost is... Lost your deposit? Yeah. You put out a deposit on the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Always do, man. It's like a prenup. Can I just ask, are you sure this was a girlfriend? Because if you pay beforehand, <laughs> that's a different thing altogether. No, I, that's, that's the thing, though, isn't it? I, like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a good gift giver. You're not? No, for girlfriends. I'm not, be... I'm not a good gift giver. Um, I, I gave uh, a girlfriend a bin. Ooh. A bin. She did need a bin was... for her bedroom. Well, did you live with her at the time? Or no, was it... I didn't live with her. Oh, you bore a bin. Yeah, bad. 
That's not good. Was it full of stuff? No. <laughs> full of rubbish? Yeah. Full of but... kooky stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 you just wheel it in. I, I brought it from the kitchen <laughs> into the bedroom. <laughs> Worst birthday ever. <laughs> If you'd have filled the bin full of stuff like this is the Flower. junk of my heart or something like that. <laughs> this is the junk of my heart. This is the junk in my trunk. Honestly, <laughs> girls love stuff like that. All the kooky stuff. Keywords kooky. I don't. I, I had don't... a girlfriend once who was revising and I. She liked lollipops. So I Wait, took how old was this girl? <laughs> well, I was, we were both. Was she revising for her sats? No, 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 right. <laughs> she was revising for her A levels. I just started going out with her. She was revising, like, Othello and all that kind of stuff, and also geography or whatever. <laughs> I can't remember. You sound like a great tutor. Anyway, listen, I wasn't a tutor. I, we were both in sixth form, right? No, I know, but it's really funny. Oh, I don't know, Othello and geography. <laughs> and stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm doing three A-levels. <laughs> I'm doing uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. I'm doing uh, uh, Plate Tectonics. And I'm doing Bollocks. <laughs> That's why I have to keep changing my jeans. <laughs> idiot, you're an idiot. Um, anyway, so she likes uh, lollies. She likes revising. <laughs> she, no, she likes lollies. She has to revise. So I'm, I'm the other way round. I went to a cashing. I carry. have to eat lollies. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was revising. Forced, forced to eat lollies. Um, well, I, I've got a job as a Telly Savalas impersonator at a local nightclub. <laughs> oh, Who loves you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> or nobody. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, go on. I went to a cash and carry, bought us some a big, big display version of Chubba Chups. Oh yeah, I know those. Full yeah. of Chubba Disappointing. Chups. Disappointing. Aren't they? When off. you first see them, you think, yeah. you think it's a real Chubba Chup. Yeah. And you realise it's but, full of little Chubba no, Chups. No, it's like a big tub with the Chubba Chups on the top. Oh no, no, I was yeah, talking yeah, about because right. they they now sell a Chubba Chup that's about a foot long. Oh no, no, no. And that. you think that's the real deal? That's yeah, what right. I'm talking about. That's the yeah. dream. Like, my tongue is going to lose this battle. That's what you think when you see that. I'm going to have a little I have a little nub, a little tiny red nub in my mouth. I'm going to open my mouth and it's going to look like a lizard. It's going to be the top, the top of your head I'm resting on the top of the jump afterwards. Like they have them outside of news agents, like uh, heads on spikes. You're gonna walk s- people away. You're gonna see me walking down the street with a stick, with half a ch- like half a giant chopper chop on, and just a perfectly flat face. <laughs> what does the lolly lick? You? The lolly licks you? No, I'm just saying I would wear my face down trying to get through it. It's like when did you ever buy an everlasting gobstopper? Oh yeah, it becomes a real chore, doesn't it? After about but ten minutes. But if you do it, then you're like king of the playground. Yeah, but, but <laughs> what secondary school did you go? To? But then, <laughs> but then I I couldn't like it took me like three or four. Days. I was putting it in the fridge on a plate. Uh, yeah, it was gross. Oh, oh, oh. And I'd be like, and I'd be like, can I go on my gobstopper now? And Mum were like, well, you finish your dinner and then you can just sit. I just sit in there in front of Red Dwarf, just licking this gobstopper, just going, this is so painful. You can get several different types of mash. Ah, Jeff, I hear you've got a brand new invention for me. Well, you know that really successful invention I had? The Everlasting Gobstopper. Yes, Jeff, we all remember the Everlasting Gobstopper. And the Long Life Milk? Yes. Well, how about the Eternal Sunday Roast? Go on. Just imagine sitting down for your favourite meal, knowing you'll still be sat there come next Sunday. And the Sunday after that. Nobody wants that. Forget minute steak, think month steak. No. 
How about um, imperishable biltong? That's just biltong. Abiding toast? Jeff, can you please stop inventing everlasting things? What about my never-ending boiled egg? It made everyone ill. Constant jam? Yeah, that's what people had. Well, that's why I invented 24-7 laxatives. Who wants to be shitting 24-7? Well, I guess that's a no for incessant brand, then. The only thing around here that isn't everlasting is your contract. I've got more ideas. I've composed a song. I've written a screenplay. No one wants to hear a song called Eternal Flame or watch a film called Neverending Story. This sketch is over. Or is it? Yes. Is it really? Will it ever be over? Yes! Listen. That was a real banger. I think now's a great time uh, to play your uh, blinking game. Well, no, can I just say, <laughs> dear listener, in the last five minutes, I did slip a big blink in right up to the microphone. You guys didn't notice it. I didn't notice And so now what you can do is listen back and play. Sometime in the last five minutes. Sometimes in the last five minutes. I know when it happened. I think I remember. Oh, yeah. dear. <laughs> I hope so. But anyway, it's in there. If we didn't... This is the interactivity if... we've been looking for. Dear listener, if you come in... <laughs> Don't come in. No, by the way, please don't come <laughs> no, in. You, you stop being Sing so the crude. Song. No, I'm not saying... I'm just saying I don't want to meet any of our listeners. Right, no, no, no. <laughs> All I'm saying is the blink exists. If anybody gets it right, they get to go to the annual P-Bam <laughs> ball <laughs> that we're going to have to have now. Yeah, but that's going to be the three of us, <laughs> yeah. Colin, our producer, and this dude who wins the competition. Night of Legends. Dead. Yeah. Or dudettes. Dude, dudes can be girls, can't I think they? dudes can be girls, yeah. Or a camel's penis. Did you always have that in the playground? I thought it was a spot on a camel's bum. Did you? Yeah, that's what was I Was it heard. a whale's penis? That's a dork. Yeah. Isn't it? A dork yeah. is a whale's um, penis. Uh, a pregnant fish. That was... Everyone said that was a, a twat. <laughs> it's a pregnant <laughs> fish. Really? Yeah. So a dork, a dude and a twat... That's us. That is us. That was the original name of P-Bam, wasn't it? Bagsy Foggy Dude, right? Yes, I am the dude. Well, I'll definitely get. I'll definitely get Dork. Yeah. Oh, that's unfair. (laughs) You snooze, you lose. Bagsy Foggy. Where's the Foggy Foggy dude? Did you have Bagsy Foggy? You know that that makes you a twat, right? (laughs) Did you have Bagsy Foggy? Um, Did you have? That was the worst episode of Last of the Summer Wine I ever saw. Do you have turn around I'm, I'm really pleased with my Telesavallis in Last of the Summer Wine references. Today. They've been the they've been the worst so far. Vera Lynn, no yeah. one's going to be sitting at home what? enjoying that. Are you trying to reach a new audience? I'm trying to I'm trying to spread our demographic a little bit. Um, did you have Bagsy Foggy? What did you have? Turn around, touch the ground. No, just Bagsy. Bagsy you had Bagsy. Yeah, yeah, Bagsy yeah, Foggy's like super yeah. Bagsy. So if somebody says Bagsy, can you override you it with Bagsy Foggy? Foggy? Yeah. Where's there, was there like um, oh, Bagsy the... Foggy Blue Peter go over the top and uh... Blue Peter go over the top? No, like Bagsy Foggy Blue Peter. I was just adding oh, like Blue P. Did I say Blue Peter? <laughs> I like that. Bagsy Foggy Blue Peter. <laughs> go over the top. Sounds like something from World War One. <laughs> Bagsy Foggy okay, go over the top. We send the guy with the worst nickname over the top first. <laughs> Blue Peter. <laughs> Bagsy Foggy Blue Peter.
Over the top. That's not the blue Peter music. No, damn it. Well, also, <laughs> what, what our dear listener at home can't hear is that you are Cossack dancing. You've crossed your arms, crossed your chest, and are kicking out. Now, I don't know if you've seen the, the Battle of the Somme. Weren't that many people Cossack dancing? Bagsy Foggy Blue Peter did. Bagsy Foggy. He was an absolute renegade. <laughs> he was a maverick. He <laughs> was the trench jester. <laughs> Let's send him over. He didn't use a gun. <laughs> he didn't use a gun. He crossed his arms across his chest and hoped that would protect him. He did, he did not. He was the unknown soldier. <laughs> We've named the unknown We've soldier. We've named the unknown soldier. It was Blue Peter, the Cossack dancing <laughs> fool. <laughs> All right. Listen up, lads. The general has given his orders. We are but minutes away from the start of the Battle of the Somme. Som, som, smell my bum, a wee tiddle tiddle and a rum tum tum. Quite. And the general has elected that our regiment shall be the first over the top. Over the top and under the hay, a filly, a foggy and a hey, hey, hey. We've been told to expect heavy machine gun fire. Rat-a-tat-tat, rat-a-tat-tat, eat all the bullets and get fat, fat, fat. And, as the general is staying here in safety, it's going to be me, Peters who's going to lead you out there. I know I'm normally game for a laugh, the, the trench jester, some of you might say. But, well, I guess I don't feel like being that funny today. Anything further to add, General Cartwright? My toes are pink, my nose it glows, I tootle-bootle and away you goes. Thank you, General. Ready, boys? On my whistle. George! I just like the bangers, not the mash. Um, Pagsy Foggy... <laughs> It'd be nice if that still carried water in, like, everyday life. Back to your foggy carrying water. Turn around. <laughs> That's what you say in your village, isn't it? <laughs> Who's uh, going down the well? No. Back to your foggy <laughs> carrying water. I'm afraid to announce there's going to be a redundancy this week. Turn around, touch the ground, it's not me. Back to your foggy keeping my job. Yeah. Oh, that will be Crosby! Cl- I'm, I've been made redundant. That's a great idea. That's a great <laughs> yeah, idea. That's the way. If you're Turn an office, the ground. If you're an office manager and you've got, I mean, let's face it, it's a difficult time. If you've got to lay up a few people, you lay, just, up. Is that you, lay off a few people. <laughs> if you've got to lay up for a little while, uh, just to get back on your feet. If you've got to lay off a few people, yeah. use the baggy foggy method. <laughs> or turn around to the ground. Turn around, touch the ground. First one to Cossack dance keeps his job. Although well, in the Russian circus, that's true, isn't it? That's all too true. Have <laughs> you ever been seen a Russian circus? No, I imagine there's a healthy amount of Cossack dancing. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'd want a refund. <laughs> that amount of, cof- of Cossack dancing was What's not a healthy, healthy amount of Cossack dancing? Not enough Cossack dancing for me. Um, a healthy amount of Cossack dancing is not too much, isn't it? Because <laughs> it can, you know, once you get the gist, the, hoi, hey, hey, it's once you get to that stage when um, you're, you're like about five inches off the ground when it's really impressive, isn't it? Like, they well, like that. No, they get down, you don't lower. levitate as your Cossack does. <laughs> you, you kind of do. You get lower and lower and lower, and then oh, hoi, 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 so hoi. so once you're your your ass is like five inches off the ground. Off the ground. The lower you are, and the higher your kicks are. Yeah, that's. Is it. this how you worn out your jeans? Have you taken and, up Cossack oh, dancing? There's Cossack always somebody at a wedding who attempts a Cossack dance. Yeah, isn't yes. Usually right. they've got a tie around their head. Yes. Oh, hang on a sec. We spotted who it is in our group. Around the head's a really important part and of the wedding, fired. and that's when we, we have a we have a little game that whenever my sister has a new boyfriend, whether he's going to fit in with us or not, the first wedding he goes to, there, there gets to a point in the night where 
one of the one of a one of the parry boys will pop that his tie around his head, and it's like a call that goes out across the wedding, like ties on heads, and then all of the other parry boys put ties on heads, and if the old chump, not you, the old, if the girlfriend, if my sister's boyfriend joins in, yeah. then we know he's going to be okay, but if he hesitates. He is lost. I, how, genuinely, I genuinely had this conversation the other day with my girlfriend and she went, I just can't stand you know, the type of people who put their ties out on their heads. Well, she is not invited weddings. to a parry wedding. And wait, wait, I was like, wait, but wait. I've never actually, I think this is a bit of a cliche, I've never actually seen anyone that actually do that. <laughs> every, every wedding without fail. Ties around heads. Can I just clarify, Tom, up. Tom, by wedding you do mean reception. You're not doing this during this, <laughs> not doing this during the ceremony. He Cossack dances down the here, aisle. If any man or woman knows of any reason why these two should not be joined in, toys on And if the groom does it, that was the reason she left you at the altar, wasn't it? She wouldn't that and the chopper chops, that and the flowers. Strong. Thanks. Strong work from Clarkey. Hi, I'm Bruce Willis, and I've got some dating tips for you. Guys, if you want to impress your girlfriend, then why don't you be a mafia boss who moves in next door to former friend star Matt Perry? After that, she'll really go the full nine yards in the sack, if you know what I mean. And ladies, if you want to find the man of your dreams, then perhaps he's an undercover FBI agent who's protecting an autistic nine-year-old boy targeted by government assassins after cracking a top-secret code. Now that sounds like a guy who could get your Mercury rising. Oh, that's what I was going to say when we were talking about the whole blinking thing. I'd like to come up with a game show that is a five cents challenge. Oh, I yeah. don't think it's been done. Yes. So it's a nice. game show where every round is... So the first one is you have to hear something well. Let's book, let's book a meeting in with the BBC. Clarky ben, can, ben sing, can sing the theme tune. Ben can sing the theme tune. Or something like that. Um, ah, yes. Five senses. <laughs> let's, let's establish you know what the five senses are first. Okay, so there's the one round where you have to hear something. The blink, the blink round, for example. Yep. A, b- a bird's going to blink or something like a, a bird challenge. <laughs> wow. There's a challenge. There's a challenge or You're whatever. really paring this down. Well, yeah. A bird's going to blink <laughs> yeah. and you have to see if you can hear it. That's like superhuman ability. It's not, that's not okay. the five senses. A bird senses. blinks in a wood. Does anybody hear it? <laughs> Okay, so a woman cooks uh, uh, a woman cooks a souffle on television. You have to see if you can taste it. That's one of the tests. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so so like, okay, you hear the pin drop. Let's go for the pin drop. Okay, that's the basic hearing round, isn't it? So and then you have to see a needle in a haystack for the scene. Oh no, you feel a needle in a haystack, don't you? You find. Is finding one of the five senses. Well, if shoulders are one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Is finding your shoulders. But all I'm saying is you have like a a multi sensory overload. (laughs) (laughs) You have like a sight round, a smell round, a taste round, and a touch round. And it's the test of who's got the the most complete senses. That's not a bad game, is it? Could you have. It's like the Krypton Factor meets the cube. Could you have a family on there where there's like a family who one of the members is blind? So they've got extra special hearing. Or, or, or blindfolded. 
The blindfolded people don't have better hearing. Blind people have better what, hearing. In order to get on this game show, you have to blind a member of your family. <laughs> no, you don't have to go slam dog millionaire on it. You just well, if you win a million pounds, then you you know get people chucking battery acid in their grandma's eyes. <laughs> oh dear! Take one is, there not, is there not a nicer way to blind somebody? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> blind them with kindness. Yep. Two hot eggs. Two hot eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Two hot eggs. <laughs> Two hot eggs, the aspirin, the beard. <laughs> Boil up some eggs and push them in. <laughs> oh God! That would feel. That feels seems like it might be nice, might not it? No. Oh, oh, Can imagine? Okay, what, okay. Burn your I'm cradling like a warm egg in your eye. I'm going to give quite you a nice thing. I'm going to give you three options. Okay. Is this? I'm going to blind you now. Oh okay. dear. Right. I'm going to use either A battery acid. Yes. B a red hot poker. Or see a warm egg. See a warm egg. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm going to go for You're the warm egg. You're going to go for egg. the warm egg, aren't you? But I'm still going to I rest my case. Or I, four, and this might be no, a nice way. A sec. This might be a nice way. I gobble your eyeball out with my eye. Because that feels like <laughs> Wait, it could be quite you gobble nice. your eye, my eyeball out with your eye? Like a butterfly kiss me to death. <laughs> a butterfly <laughs> kiss you blind. I was going to say, the, the egg thing. I've, I've changed my mind. I'm going red hot poker. The egg thing will take forever. Yeah, It'll be the everlasting gobstopper that. of blindness. Oh, that's very true, actually. <laughs> it will go cold as well, so you'd have to... to keep no. going away to reheat the egg. No, no, look, I warm the egg, I put it near your eye, and then I pop, pop it. And it's that sound that makes it nice, isn't it? Pop. Wait. And also, then, where your eye was, your egg will be. Draw an eye on your egg, and you won't, you won't, you won't even notice. What do you th- Happy Easter, you everyone. Ever, like, you've got a body. How do you not know how it works? I'm not talking about, like, be- being good at biology, but... If you push an egg into your eye, it's not just going to replace where your eye is. These aren't things that happen in real it'll life, feel, Tom. It'll feel like it. Won't You're it? not a Tex Avery cartoon. <laughs> Pop the old. That's another gorgeous reference. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've gone off the we've gone, gone off, off the boil. We've gone off, we have, yeah, yeah. Gone off the anyway, egg. so Grandma's got <clears throat> eggs for eyes, but like it's like a family. It could be like a family fortunes, and you nominate each member of your family, like. Tracy, you have the power of scent. Yeah! <laughs> there we Sorry, go. Sorry, Tracy, this you stink. Gonna... What would you say, Tracy, if you smell that? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. They could, like, you dress them up like superheroes. Make it so much fun. I thought you were going to say dress them up like a giant ear. That's <laughs> like so you'd be like, hearing boy, scent girl. I am Touch Dad. Oh, dear. I am Touch Dad. You are going to be Touch Dad, aren't you? <laughs> I am Touch Dad ends up in prison. You know that, don't you? <laughs> that is the world's worst superhero. <laughs> Touch Dad. It's the sequel to I Am Legend and even less popular. Daddy wants a butterfly kiss. <laughs> Touch Bruce Dad. Willis is Touch Dad. <laughs> Oh, his arch nemesis, caress uncles. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bruce Willis. If you want to hold on to your loved one, then here's a final little tip for you. Never, ever mention you were in the movie Hudson Hawk. No, but the system works, doesn't it? That you like everyone gets designated like a superhero sense kind of. You'd only be a bit of fun. You'd just have a costume, but then like each round is they tested their senses. I like it. I, I, I genuinely think there's there's. I mean, not the way you're doing it, but there is there's, there's, something, there's room to yeah. do a five senses 
game show. So you'd have like a smell in a box. <laughs> you'd have people ten meters away. You'd open the box, and the first person to correctly identify the smell wins. Smell in a box. Smell over ten meters. The ten meter smell. The ten meter smell. Yeah, because they could be it moving. Could you could you could like be moving them forwards if they haven't got it. Yeah, test your range. Gradually, yeah. They're, they're on. Uh, they're on like roller skates. Like holding a bit of string, and the string yeah. is pulled forward yeah. by the member of the family. I can't smell it yet. Pull me half a foot. And every Shh. foot you go forward, you lose points. Is it chicken pot pie? Yeah. No, but you're oh. close. It is a pie. <laughs> but it's not a chicken pot pie. Move me a foot forward. Can't believe I smelt the crust first. <laughs> <laughs> How did I identify it was a pie? It works, though, doesn't it? And then the taste, a taste one would be obvious. I don't know. You don't get to eat that pie. Wouldn't it be good if you could, like, if for taste you had to, like, um, lick the skin of a celebrity and guess oh, who they were? Dear, that's they used to do a, what TV show do you used to do, like, a blindfold taste test on? Oh, yeah. You put a blindfold on and then you have to tell, you know, what you am I drinking? What am a I? celebrity. Well, not a celebrity. You, it was a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the celebrity of the playground in many ways, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it's, the cele- it's, it's the celebrity of the calcium world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, um, but that, yeah, Tom so, helped you revise. <laughs> taste would be a blind, a like a blindfold taste test. Right. Guess what you're eating. But it, it works, doesn't it? This is a good idea. The five senses. Can we just say we are we are patenting this idea? Yes. Don't don't try and steal this. Hey, office. how do patents work? Do you have to? You have to go to the patent office. Do you, or do you have to write the idea down? Put it in an envelope and post it to yourself. That's copywriting, I think. I, I'm not is sure. That if, right? See, I'm not sure. Well, I've here's the thing, that, though. Uh, if you think, because you, you could have, right? How did I know what was in the? Well, you had to know what was in the envelope. Exactly. You 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 don't seal an envelope. You send yourself a bunch of envelopes, right? They have a frank on them. Yeah. Just and then you just as you come up with a good idea, pop it in. You've given you you backdated your idea. Well, six not months. even as you uh, not even as you come up. You go to the shopping channel, and go right. That's a good idea. I'll write that down. Pop it in the envelope for five years ago, and then go in and sue them. Yeah, that's true. Let's open this envelope. What does it say? Oh, the internet. I'll have my billion pounds, please, Bill Gates. Okay. <laughs> that's it's a little. It's not exactly how it. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be able to. Like, it needs to be an idea that's just about to take and off. An envelope has to be sealed. To be frank, that's the big problem here. Does it? Yeah. You can't just stick a steam it open. Yeah, but then they'll know it's they'll been know, steamed. Yeah. Anyway, this is patented. We're doing the... In fact, we could do the podcast equivalent of posting a letter to yourself, which is, if we listen back to this... I'd rather not. (laughs) If we listen back to this and give a thumbs up at the end... If we blink back to... We'll take a photo of us listening back to it with the thumbs up, and that'll be the little image for this this, uh, episode of PBAM. And then it'll be patented. People will know it's a patented episode. Perfect. I mean, that felt like a logical ending, but it didn't feel like a yeah. great ending. <laughs> <laughs> felt like a logical oh. episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bagsy Foggy, I get to start today's meeting. Oh. 
Uh, I call dibs. Uh, also present is Thomas Parry. Tom, why are you standing on the table? Well, read my email dated the 6th of last month. I'm the king of the castle, which I believe makes all of you... The dirty rascals, mm-hmm. yes. I, I did see that. Thanks for that, Tom. Also present is Ben Clark, who smelt it and therefore dealt it. Uh, Matthew, I did want to talk to you about that. I'm pretty sure that the one who said the rhyme did the crime. I, I apologise. You're, you're quite right. Uh, OK, first on today's agenda is Martin from HR. Now, as we all know, Tom said paperclip at the exact same time as Martin earlier this week. Tom? Uh, yes, I then immediately called Jinx. So Martin isn't allowed to speak unless you say his full name. Uh, if anyone hears Martin speak, they have to give him a dead arm. Head office has been very, very clear on that. Ben, where are you on the milk, milk, lemonade deal? Uh, I donkey dared Tom to do it. Uh, yes, but I double donkey dared you back uh, with no returns, as I believe this chart will show. Sorry, which chart? Ah, made you look, made you stare, made you lose your underwear. Uh, any other business? Just going back to last week's conference, we established that first was the worst, second was the best, mm-hmm. and third was the one with the hairy chest, but I've still got a big question mark over fourth. Isn't fourth the golden eagle? No, no, I've been looking into this, and I'm 98% sure that fourth is a ghost who ate some toast and ran up a lamppost. I'll know by end of day tomorrow. Well, I think that's meeting adjourned. Last one out of the room's a rotten egg. Bags, Bags are not answering that. that. Uh, I'll get it. Hello, the government of the United Kingdom speaking. <laughs> Pappy's Bangs and Mash, episode 10, or P-Bam X, was improvised, written and performed by Tom Parry, Links Africa, Ben Clark, Gucci, and Matthew Crosby, oh naturel. <laughs> it was produced by Colin Anderson, Blood, Sweat and Tears. Um, so Colin has asked us to thank some of the people who left positive reviews on iTunes, but as he's too shy to get to the microphone, oh, Colin, I'm too shy, we're going to read them out for him, so it's thank you very three much. three and a half plus. What's that? Three and a half plus. Five is good. Five, five is good. good. Five yeah, is yeah. good. Let's not, let's not, let's not say three Sorry. and a half plus, let's say five. <laughs> I wanted to read out the people who'd left us one-star reviews. Oh, we, we're going to do a name and shame. We're going to do a separate one when we go to the houses. <laughs> yes, hate to see you go, but love to watch your leaves. It's Charlotte Deves. <laughs> D-roof trouser. And it's Matt Ashton by name, but not by nature. So good they surnamed him twice. It's Johnny Echo Echo. And if you echoed his name, he would be Johnny Echo 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 Echo. Johnny. <laughs> Becky Gray. We hope that's your surname and not your mood. Ross Ewan, we hope that's your surname and not your mood. <laughs> Fozzie Bear 89, we hope you're the real Fozzie Bear. Dexter Fletcher, we really hope you're the real Dexter Fletcher. Miranda Osler, we believe you to be the real Miranda Osler. Adam, 123291, that's his age. <laughs> uh, Lars Sainsbury. That's where she shops. Tom Doidge. That's where he shops. <laughs> it's all right, mate. Sorry, Matthew. It's all right, I, I, I did. Well, I'll tell you what, we can all say Tom Doidge. It's a great name to say. Tom Doidge. Oh, I've got a real Tom Doidge going on. Tom Doidge, everyone. Until next week, Tom, Tom, Tom Doidge, everyone. Tom, Tom Doidge. Doidge.